Yo, yo, what up? Once again, it's on. This is Romy Mac. Welcome to Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything and give our two cents. Fortunate enough to have my best friend doing the show with me in studio right now. HD, say what's up, man. What's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, we got um, um, Deacon Balls. I'm introducing a bit, but just want to give like a little, you know, a little intro about, um, about a few things. Actually, this week released in the voyage miami magazine is a cover that they did on me and talking about i'm talking about romy mac you know it's like me like uh introducing the, the world to like romy mac and it's a pretty it's a pretty dope feature that they did um you know covering asking about like the beginnings of this um this whole pot this whole, whole podcast uh, career and uh, i got to talk about um starting it like again started it with like my, my boy um, Joe Collins and starting it with uh, with with Jeff Deacon Balls and, um, and of course um, Ebony and then like the first show I did I had like a practice show actually with um with some of the members of the Jet the Jet podcast hunting hunting Phillips you know what I'm saying we like uh, with Jay, Jay and Evan for that matter and you know it was just uh it was real it was real dope uh, how they how they did it and it looked it came out real nice and the pictures you know were taken it was were pretty well too so we just want to uh start start off a little bit with that and just saying how you know always always continue working you know what i'm saying like you never know where the blessing is going to be around the corner you just got to stay with your craft and that's pretty much it that's uh, well to say you know, like to say about that home uh homecoming is coming up for a lot of people i just finished talking with my kid you know she's trying to get prepared for homecoming it's wild um seeing your seeing your child grow up so fast and I don't, I don't know it's you know it's, it can get to it can get to a, a dad sometimes especially when you live far away just to see your see your child grow you know grow up and the, the, the way that she does you know what i'm saying it's like uh, you know you're just astounded by it but you know they don't stay young forever that's for sure but um without you know without further ado man we go get to get the show going deacon balls man what's up bro yeah i can I hear you i couldn't hear you anything I was like, well you weren't trying to you weren't supposed to hear anything but we wanted to get you on the show i had to bring you had to bring you in i was doing like an intro for a little bit but yeah but say say what's up to you folks man what's up yeah and you see you know you know hd's over here right, what right up, beside DJ? the dj croon but anyway anyway man let's go with what we got uh what's popping and start off what's going on what's popping and pop of course of course we knew we saw this coming but we're gonna talk about the shit anyway Felicity Huffman is released from prison in the college admission scandal after only doing 11 days of her 14-day sentence. So, I mean, there's no... It, I think we even said it would be shorter than that. Uh, but, you know, and, and joking, but of course it was going to be a shorter sentence because, I, I, one, skin matters. <laughs> her, being, her being white definitely matters in this case. And also having money. And that's... Oh, got both. Yeah, it works for you. You know that's that's one hell of a privilege when you have money and you got the you got the right skin color. So, but you I know her kid get into the school and then it helped her get away with a crime. Yeah. Damn. So now, so what we have is a society where white white women are killing white women are are killing um well no white cops excuse me white female cops can kill a guy and get a hug for him from the family for killing like for killing or or they say that's forgiveness or whatever you want to call it that's that again the thing that's taught in you know christianity about forgiveness in a lot of a lot of ways man i don't i don't know i don't know if you take out my brother if i'm i'm be, I'm, I'm hugging you in, in trial that that's just not that's it that's just not happening h man what you think about this felicity huffman shit her getting out 
three days earlier before her already two two week <laughs> sentence. I would have to say that um, it's another perfect example of white privilege. And um, it's definitely the justice system is not justice at all. I think that um, they really need to revamp the way they call it justice. It's, it's, it's unfair for everyone. Yeah, because I think that black, that um, the black woman, the black mom that did the very same shit for her kid, like changing up the address so that she can, her kid can go to a better, ed, uh, get a better education, is still locked up. I think she's like been locked up for like um, well, let's call it some years. I don't know. I don't know exact, but you know, let's call it some years. But again, this individual with money and this happens to be white is uh, it's out already. I don't know. I, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for De- Deacon Balls, man. Let him let him know, man, how you feel about it, man. That shit fucked up, man. I mean, we knew she was gonna do time, but the fact that she did like almost no time, bro, that's a federal crime, a federal fucking crime. Yeah, uh, that's fed shit. Well, you- I'm like, man, it's just weird. It's a federal crime, and she did like no time at all, bro. Yeah, that's that's uh, again, that's the justice the justice system. That's just not for us. It's all right, cause it's all white. Chris Chris Rock couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. But uh, move, moving on to some other stuff and like what's popping and pop. Felicity Huffman's out. You know she can say she went she went to jail and 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 that'll be her story. It it's won't. Fake time, a fake ass time. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. What's pop? Moving on to the next topic. What's popping and pop, man? So R and B singer Tank. You you guys may know him by the like his single, famous single, Maybe I Deserve. Uh, back from like 2001 uh, for well, you. I know his favorite single is uh, now, Hold up, hold up, hold on, hold on We gonna let you get to that in a second Because I know, I know you wanna dig, dig into that shit But the Tank was on Angela Yee's podcast Lip, um, I think it's called Lip Service I think, yeah, it's called Lip Service And he was and Giving the backstory Backstory before we get into you know get into the like what was what he actually said the backstory is he was using an analogy he was trying to use this statement as an analogy to to say like he in a relationship he's lied twice but he's not a liar now what he tried to use to make a point is raising eyebrows and maybe even some dick somewhere in the world he said that if a man sucks if a man sucks dick twice it does not mean he's gay stop the press stop 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 the motherfucking press as a straight man you know what i'm saying who's not homophobic i'm gonna talk about we're gonna talk about this shit yeah if you suck dick once you're gay (laughs) you hold a dick in your hand you're gay nah man he said he he said you know you do it once and then you do it twice do it twice and it's not for you. That's what he said. Man. You realize it's not for you. Man, you like, should know that when you put the dick in your hand. What you talking about? This motherfucker it's not for you. Yeah. You ain't doing it just once. You did it twice. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, it's not one of them things like men don't get that luxury like women do. Like you're saying, oh, that was a college thing. No, once you... Once you suck a dick, that is a uh, sure. That's a surefire, thought-out decision to do so. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That is. That's not. Or unless you only. The only thing I give you is you in prison and you got for. Uh, you got forced to do it by the booty warrior or something like that. But, that motherfucker was tripping. But you know what somebody said? He trying to push that. Uh, 
he's another person like Malik Yoba trying to push certain agenda. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I don't even know if that's the case because it ain't the first time. Tank. I mean, I mean, I can see why that individual might say that because I mean, but this ain't the first time we heard Tank say some suspect shit. They, they gotta push that agenda as fast. But as I also say this: uh, Tank album came out today, so that very well could have been clickbait. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, it might have been something like, oh, they're getting them talking about things. That might have been an old, old industry move right there. Like, a, or this new industry move where you have to say something. This is like an old 50 Cent shit. Yeah, to get people to buy your album. This yeah, way. it could be. That very well could be. The, I mean, I think that was tactfully done. Because Tank is yeah. actually... Tank. He have that huge fan base. Maybe trying to get in that, that yeah. Lady Gaga fan base. Well, <laughs> Tank, um, Tank was actually on the Breakfast Club, I think today. I'm not, yeah, he was on. Yeah, he, they, you know, the interview aired to, aired early this week, but he was on. He was on the Breakfast Club this morning. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I just think that. Yeah, I if you decide, I think he could use a better, a better analogy to compare to lies. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know what's going on. Like, there's tons of options you could have chose from. I would never say come out my mouth. Yeah, it's it's like sucking dick. If you do it twice, or oh, no, I'm good. I'm sucking dick. Yeah, but, but, you're good. You're sure? Cause yeah. you gotta do it twice to make sure. Yeah, it's, it's you. I don't know. <laughs> that just don't make any sense. I don't like all the games. I don't buy your music anyway. So. Yeah, that just don't sound like something a straight guy would say. Maybe somebody. It don't. Who's by confused? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like somebody that's in the industry and has the, that had to do that. Say that. Okay, that's a good point. You might be right about that. Maybe that's, might, that's what it sounds like. Maybe to you kind of put it out there too. Hmm. Y'all now you're leading. Now trying you guys to, are trying, leading to something else. Trying now to you, enlighten, trying to enlighten people about the industry. Talk, tell us about this conspiracy theory you have, Deacon Balls. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what that shit sound like to me. That sound like something that he, you know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you have to, you got to, that's a conscious decision. That's a conscious decision you have to suck a dick. He ain't, maybe he ain't trying to get on Terry Crews this shit, you know what I'm saying? They walk to him and grab him. Yeah. You know, he let you know right now. I don't know, that shit is, that shit, that shit wild to me, man. Um, I, I, I honestly feel like looking back at everything, I feel like that was definitely clickbait for the album. That's less true. man, but this course, this is what I don't understand. If it's clickbait, your core fan group, which is ladies that's into your music, ain't going to fuck with that. There's nothing you, they, they can tell you that you're going to gain followers and everything from what you said, but the truth is you won't. I promise that's you that. Man, I'm going to keep it, mother, I'll keep it motherfucking straight with you about this whole Tank thing. Tank is not going to lose his audience because of that statement. I promise you, there'll still be ladies still waiting for him to gyrate. It's like a whole bunch of guys in Atlanta that get that can pull mad women, man, and they still got a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like this is that shit is real. It's like this shit is real. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, I think he could lose. He could lose a fan. I think though. there's a shortage. There's a shortage on on black men in a sense because of the sense that we like we as black men some of us have like variety or most of us have branched out into that variety and then there's like a lot of black women who solely date black men so this is like a shortage for them you know what i'm saying like as to where we look at the entire menu these these black women are looking at one particular item when they go to that they want when they go to the chinese restaurant they want they want that general south chicken every time which is kind of like, like me, you know what I'm saying? When I, when I go Chinese food, I always get the same shit. But in this case, 
like the the black women they want the they want the black man and right you know and rightfully so so but also you have there there with us now you have black men that are gay and then you have the black men that are into outside races so it's a it's def it's definitely um it's an interesting time for like for the black for the black woman who's solely into nothing but black men i'm just thinking like this this shit is uh on some other shit this this like it's like i, I think it's more of a him doing a I, it kind of feels like a confession why the fuck would you say something like that though I don't know. It's just, we're just waiting. Well, I mean, we'll wait. I mean, we'll find out. We'll see what he says on the Breakfast Club because I know that they are not gonna hold back on that thing. I know they're gonna say. I know they're gonna figure something out. Maybe he brings out Malik Yo, but like you said, last last thing and what's popping and pop. We'll talk about Kanye West, man. Kanye West said he, he was addicted to porn after he read a magazine, um, a Playboy magazine, when he was five years old. If he's addicted to porn, look at his wife. Uh, that's a good. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I'd be addicted. Well, I am shit. I think, yeah, I'm, I, I guess I still, you know, still working through that. You know what I'm saying? I've already admitted to that. And if anybody's seen, like, read the interview, say, yeah, I definitely really like my my addiction, like, like to porn. And my shit goes back as like a kid. You know what I'm saying? I can recall seeing, you know, just happen to be like see, seeing stuff. That my you know my pop would have like on like on TV and stuff or running across his stash too you know what I'm saying that's just every, every dad got a stash. yeah you know dad, that is. yeah that's for sure you know you run through the stash and like wow this is a lot you know what I mean so but it, it has that you know it has that profound effect on you because you like you want to know what this is and then when you don't have like when no one wants to talk to you about this shit you're like okay I'm gonna figure it out for myself. And what's so what's so wild is that I'm such a late late bloomer when it comes to like um like I, I don't I don't think my porn addiction really kicked up until I started um until I started mas- like masturbating and I, and I was a late bloomer when it came to masturbation I didn't start masturbating until I was in a, a long distance relationship with a with a girlfriend man and then I think I was what maybe 22 23 or something like that and it was her it's roughly her idea. So had yeah, so that but I mean, it was it did not discover like oh I can get that very same result that I want without all the feelings involved, and you know I don't know I don't know maybe maybe it's different for every other guy but that's it's kind of like how I, how I tapped into that but Kanye but yeah but Kanye man um there's a lot of things going on with Kanye this week he yeah he admitted about the porn addiction and also he said that uh, he would not be making secular music anymore and today. Actually, which will lead way to um to Kroom's um segment uh Kroom Kroom Bay segment uh top joints and games. We're talking about Kanye West released a gospel album today. I have not heard this album just yet, but I'm eager to listen to it. I mean, regardless of how you feel about Kanye's political views, you know damn well musically he got that shit on lock. So I know it's whatever you do. He don't need none of them. You need, he don't even need. He didn't have right, them. For, he's gonna have he didn't right. have them for Jesus. You know, like for Jesus walks. Jesus walks was playing in the clubs, man. You gotta have. If you gonna get them gossip for buying their album, you better have some Kirk Franklin or somebody up there. Fred Hammond. I want him to have. I want him to have the Trump hat on the album cover. I want that version. I want. Yeah, I want that uh, special edition where he has 
like him wearing that trumpet just like for really just standing behind his views man that's, that's just funny to me to to see him aligned with you know with donald trump with him aligned with so many like he's like if you've seen any of his sunday services clips it's like you really do feel like god is in the building man like the way they're so it's just so soulful how they how they do you know how they do that you know they felt they fellowship with the music and then for him to on the other side to be aligned with donald trump is he got about as many personalities as tupac like they would say that tupac was you know what i'm saying you, you talk to tupac one time you know he's uh he's, a, he's like he's gang you know he's talking gang banging and all that shit you talk to tupac again he's talking about protecting the community with the black panthers and you know what I'm saying? Aligning, aligning that stuff like the civil rights thing. And then you can talk to Tupac again. He'd be like the like sincere sweetheart that's real like real good with the ladies. It's just so many versions of that of that cat, man. Yeah, yeah, man. If you wanna go you go ahead with your um your, your top joints in game. Outer World Outer World's coming out. It came out today actually, I think. And uh it's supposed to be really good. I haven't checked into it. For what system? What, what system what system is that for? It's kind of like a space exploration type, you know, whatever. Hey, DJ, for what system is that for? Um, Xbox and PlayStation, or once ex exclusively? Oh, it's for both, I think. Okay. Yeah. But uh, that's a lot of talk about it. It's, oh, yeah, one thing that just happened in the game. It's Bethesda, for those who don't know. People that make that makes, uh, Fallout, I think, Fallout 76. So these guys, Fallout 76 came out about a year or two ago, right? The game was broke as hell all to hell and they were basically giving the game away for free so now they're trying to charge people a hundred fucking dollars to do online play on the game to get your own like private servers and stuff free a hundred dollars a year on the sub and staying on the subject of gaming man what can you tell me about this wwe 2k20 uh fallout i really don't know much about it man from what i was you was telling me from what i've been hearing is they're trying people trying to get their money back because it's that bad like it's, it's fucking broken and there ain't no way for them to fix it. Well, I got somebody trying to buy 2K6, uh, 2K19 right now. That's probably uh, why they trying to buy 2K19. Uh, well, I'll, that, well, that means it's going to work out for me. So, I mean, they're going to be uh, they, like when this when it comes time for the like for the final hours, there's going to be a lot of bids put in on my eBay account. So I appreciate that. Romy's Retroland if, on eBay. You appreciate them fucking up, basically. Yep, exactly. I appreciate that. Help me out so you can get the copy from last year and continue on with your daily services. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm here to bring. I'm here to bring you the game that you want. There's still more, man, going on in gaming because of the Call of Duty Mobile. They came out. That's the latest one, right? They have like a, uh, this shit is so fucked up. They got like a, a looting system, right? Like where you pay for something, it's like a looting system. And with the looting system, like every time you spend the wheel, you pay even more and more money. So the Call of Duty Mobile, a bunch of YouTubers and just random people have found out that it's not random actually. They say it's random, like it's supposed to be random. But gamble, like it's pretty much like all like gambling. Well, you know, gambling is supposed to be random. Yeah. But it's not. They have put it down to if you if you um do this if you roll the wheel, let's say a certain amount of times, yeah. they know exactly what you're gonna get. Yeah. And you have to, you have to roll the wheel 140 something times. Basically, you gotta spend 150 dollars just for the thing that everybody wants to get something. Yeah. You no, know, to get what everybody's going for. Oh, I see. They have, they have put it down to the exact amount 
of how much you have to roll the wheel to get it. That's basically from what they did seems illegal. I so, yeah, good on them for trying to fuck the system over in some kind of way. Yeah, well, that's the extent. That's the extended version of Karun Bay's top joints and games. Now we're gonna talk about our topic. Yeah, well, we ain't talking about no, we won't talk about no hoes today, man. Right, so, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. As uh, Ashton was, Ashton cousin said, <laughs> as the cousin said that time, he said, no, thank you, bitch. I ain't trying to say you nothing. Yeah, Ashton was stupid for that, bro. <laughs> but um, jumping jumping into today's topics, man. Um, first first topic is when is it too late to pursue a rap career? Now I have my my rap music connoisseur on the show. Deacon Balls, man, you know what I'm saying, who is quite, who is quite the rapper himself, many, many may not know, uh, I would play the, um, I would play your Light Woe, um, record, man, but, you know, we hate hearing ourselves, <laughs> man, that was, but that was, but that was a fun night, though, uh, doing that, doing that shit, man, over, over, um, Chubb's home, homeboy's crib, but no, but, in all seriousness, when, when is it, when is it too late to pursue a rap career, in your, in your opinion, bro? I don't, I don't think uh, okay, if I think you're like 50 and you starting out, you know, that's too, too late. But for the most part, a lot of these rappers are older. You just don't know it. They got young and all this shit. And they, they start out like some of these dudes are starting out like 30, man. They've, they've been in the game. A lot of these guys, because it's so hard, you know, they got so much uh, other stuff to do. They starting out late. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different, I, I think it's just a different industry that we're, that we're in right now, man. Like the fact that we control we control our music. We have more control over our music than we did before. But like, cause you had, in order for your music to get heard, you used to have to go to the the labels. And now you can make the labels come to you. Once you get a website established, you start printing out your own music and you work on your, you know, on distribution and your publishing deal. And pretty much you're, you're, you, you become your own boss. Yeah. You become your own boss. And like, I just feel like a certain concept. Like again, me and uh, me and HDs was in uh, this spot called Tao last night, right? And I'm I find you know we're sitting there and we're just you know just vibing in the club, and I'm listening to the music, and I'm just really standing there like, yep, I am officially too old for this shit. Like, like as far as like um, keeping up with the, music. not yeah, not even keeping up with the music, not just that part, but more so like the, the dancing that goes yeah. that goes along with it. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not able to do that shit. I'm, yeah, my body's not built, you know, to <laughs> like to do, <laughs> do that. Like, you turn it, you, it, we practically turn into what Martin was talking about in Run Tell That with the, like the two to the right, one to the left. <laughs> Like you know, what I'm saying Stop. we're just not um, <laughs> not not as active as um, as used to be. But like I, I just feel like let's just say I were to start a rap career tomorrow at 34, and I had to make records that sounded like what Migos put out, and you know what I'm saying. Like Dude, that, I think it would be easier for someone like for you to do that though. Coming from me, but being, but, but I'm saying, but if I came out and I sounded like them, how long would my career be? You see what I'm saying? Like the whole the aspect of one originality, like this style that they got out right now, is yeah, it's all good. But I feel like one artist is gonna get most of the credit for it. Like how Future claims that. I'll let you know this right now. Like, go ahead. If you were to come out, like let's say you wanted to come out, or I wanted to come out. Like, and I look at, like, Conway the Machine and all those guys, 
they have a huge fan base because of that. People like Ann and Trey back him because of that. You know what I'm saying? We are talking about nobody... two, But we're talking about two different animals, though. No, when we talk about two different animals, that's what I'm saying. That like, like, right now... Yeah, I guess the best way to explain it, it's just not a, this is not a knock on Coolio. This is not a knock on Amigo. But you remember, like, there was a point in time where Coolio shit was everywhere, right? And he's been listed as a rapper. Migos are now the popular rap group. You know what I'm saying? They're not like the underground cats, such as, you know what I'm saying, Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, so their, their styles is a little bit different. They're... A, they're more, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to call it authentic, but I, I'll say that Migos right now, like the music that they're putting out, that's because they're selling, you know what I'm saying? They sell, you know, it's so, I'm not going to call them a sellout, but their, their music sells, their, their music sells, period, right now. Like that style of music has just became like a hot commodity. Like everybody that comes out and they listen to that shit. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Would you rather be have that quick sale or would you rather have longevity that's what i'm talking about but that's what i'm talking about that's the point that's the point that i'm making it's as longevity and a huge fan base you get it i don't see migos lasting like that kind of rap lasting past like a couple of probably like two or three more years uh well i'll say this what's the last migo record that that uh, what's the last big migos record that they had together, because Offset spanning off, and Offset was fortunate enough to get to align himself. I don't think he did it on purpose, but it just so happens the person that he fell for, that became, that became his wife, has the spotlight right now. So he kind of got like an extension. Whereas, you know, what I'm saying nobody's talking about Takeoff's album. Takeoff album was actually good to me. You know, what I'm saying for that style of music. Like I said, a lot of these things. It's, these, but Takeoff can rap though. Yeah. This is fat. Like uh, for me, it's like the music that 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 and style of, that style I don't of music. Mean, I don't even look at Migos as like Migos music because, like I've been saying on the show, we listen to Bone and motherfuckers could understand shit <laughs> that they was fucking saying. Yeah. They had to play the damn tape a thousand fucking times to figure out what they were saying. I'm getting lazy Bone on the show one day. We are gonna have that talk. Let that nigga get on the show. I'll tell him the truth. All right. What he gonna do to me? I'll tell you exactly. You're going to be missing everybody. You're going to miss everybody. He come, go, come straight at the deacon. He's going to talk to you in that bone language. The deacon, you think it's you want to be something? I'm going to talk to him the same way I'm talking to yeah, you. Yeah, he's going to be like, the deacon, you think it's you something? You never be nothing? Like, go, go straight up. He's going to talk to you like that and shit. Man, yeah, um, so what, put out a diss track than what he put out. I don't know. It's a diff, and that's and that's the thing too, yo. We could talk about that part right there. Well, that's what's so funny because I equate that to for those who haven't seen the movie, like Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, the movie Twenty One Jump Street, with the newest one with like Channing Tatum and uh, what's the Jonah Hill, right? Yeah. When we were in high school. The guy that was like, like the the nerdy guy and all that shit was like the, like like the loser. You know what I'm saying? And then you had like the like the guys like Channing Tatum who was like you know stunting in high school. Now when the movie like when they go back to school, the nerd and shit is the cool guy, yeah. and then like the sporty athletic cat is like the loser. Yeah. And that's how I feel like with the like when these old when these older rappers try to 
try to come back and like do a um like a di like a diss to these mainstream rappers. That's exactly what that shit looks like. It looks out of place as fuck because it's two different time frames. All of it looks out of place. Nigga, nigga, I, 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 there, there has been some pusher. Pusher T is the only person I've seen of as of recent who has. Eminem shit, Eminem shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, M M. Just doing, oh boy. Pusha T shit. Dog. Push on, push on Drake. Push on Drake. Listen, man. But yeah, it it didn't do nothing to Drake's sales by any means. But Pusha T got in Drake's ass. From, yeah, I, I say this though, man. But like, but just a man. I'm, I'm just saying, like, but how many? They been continuously putting out music though. Have you, you heard? That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine if, like, I'm pretty sure DMX has made records towards Drake. Like, at first, remember, he said he really wasn't fucking with Drake, but now he's cool with him. But, like, if X at that time came out and put a diss record on Drake when Drake was at his hottest, it looks so out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Because X's style is so different. You know how to look out of pocket? Was because it? a nigga ain't been doing shit. That too. You see, how, I guarantee if Jay Z was to diss somebody right now, Motherfuckers be like, damn, he smoked their ass. Yeah. If, well, because they it into the, like I'm saying, the, it depends on who you to, respond. Because you, you giving power to, to people. They like all that shit. But you giving power to certain people. Like, again, when, when 50 came out, you remember when 50 came out, Jay, Jay liked what 50 was doing, so he went ahead with it and said that whole, you know, I'm about a dollar, what the fuck is 50 cent? But overall, there's a lot of people that have came at Jay throughout his career, and he did not respond to them. You know what I'm saying? Like there was, but he also did some subliminal shit dissing other rappers too. You know, um, but what I'm saying, like if like Bone responding to the Migos is like the cool guy back when we was in high school responding to the nerdy guy now. It's just a different. It's like it's so different. I, I, well, that mean, this is me. Per, that's my uh, uh, opinion on it. It's just like you know what I'm saying. Like, like the Migos, like that style of rap that's big right now. Like I guess they call it. You know, it's like the the mumble rap or all the beats. They got the snaps and shit on it. You know what I'm saying? They got that 808 sounds and then it's got like the snap in it. We heard all that, basically what we heard last night. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of style of that style of, that style of rap is what's popular right now. Like I'm not able like to get trap, it. That's why I never get into trap it. music. Yeah. There's a lot of people are listening to that too. Like that's all they can listen to. Is it? Yeah. What trap? Who's doing trap music now? I don't know. I don't listen to it, but Yeah, that's what it's called, really. It's like trap music. A lot of that shit ain't even really Bumblebee, there's mobile rappers, and then there's trap music. That shit's been out. That's just trap music. Who the fuck is rapping about? Who, who's still rapping about the trap though? Like when I when I think of trap music, oh, the I niggas th still rap about the trap. Them niggas still say shit about the bando and all that shit. Well, you that's just, like I said, you know more about it than I. They came in a Gucci man. They trap rappers. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, we don't listen to that shit, so we don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm out. Of, I'm outdated with the rappers yeah. that's that's trying to diss these motherfuckers. I'm, you, I'm just as outdated with them. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, 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 be right there with them. Jeff, Jeff, know this shit. Like he like, like again, he fuck with Future. I don't fuck with Future. If Future, if you, if, if don't fuck with Future. There's artists out there for you. Like, that's what I'm for saying. All the people for everybody. Right now, but there's somebody for. But there's somebody. There's some. But there's something for everybody though. Everybody's style ain't got to be the same, and that's that's, that's what it is for me. Once I hear something with like an artist, I will I, I I'll hear something that sounds like something else I just heard, 
immediately I'm turning that shit off. I'm turning that shit off. I like again. I was fortunate. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a time. That had different that di- different sounds. You yeah, know what I'm saying? To, I could. There was a. They had a lot of originality. You had the West Coast style. You had the East Coast yeah. style. Now everything the is South be, style. Yeah. Everybody sounds. Everything style. is now universal, and it's, so like and I don't say every everything is universal, but a lot of it that was put on the radio. I feel like these these songs are starting to like again. They sound the same. And that's for you. And that's be fucked up. Yeah. A lot of the. To tell you the truth. Most of the stuff people listen to don't even be on the fucking radio anymore. That's true. But the radio is just a, a promotional tool for artists that are already big. Yep. A lot of the stuff people listen to, like, is not on the fucking radio. It's on YouTube. That's exactly of, right. Like, Cause the dude, look, the dude who went um, who signed under takeoff, I think. I think he signed under takeoff. It's one of it's either takeoff or uh, the other nigga. But um, he's under uh, quality control music. But he, he has that old school Memphis sound, like Three yeah. Six Mafia's back at him, Project Act. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not like that. That's, that's, that's exactly how I feel, because, like, you know, having a 17 year old. You know they're into they're into all the the new stuff, but um everything you said is true. Like all the all the um artists that Nathan listen to is all on YouTube or you can't you can't catch some dudes on the radio at all right now. No, and that's why I don't listen to I really don't listen to the radio. Yeah, neither does Nathan. To, like I listen to like I go on YouTube, I look on YouTube, I look at stuff like I don't listen to that. I don't listen to the radio at all. Not not. Yeah. I, you know, I guess getting back to the original question, like when is it um, too too late to pursue a rap a rap career? I don't feel like uh, I guess you can do it. I've yet to, it's not to say what's not to be done. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have somebody who could come out at 40 yeah. and and they actually yeah. and be successful Gosh. doing it. Yeah, it's just really about I, I guess like the creativity and, and relatability. I, that's really what makes your music sell is your relatability. So if a 40 year old can come out and have something that's relatable or something that's jamming, then yeah, hey, I, I believe that can happen. But is that the case with like uh, has has that been the case for um, the indus- the industry? We've yet to, I've yet to see a successful I would say like a successful rapper starting in his forties. That is, you know I see them starting in their thirties. I see a lot of rap. They say, their word is that rap is a young man's game. It is now, I think. No, it's then. Uh, now is uh, I don't know. I'm with Jeff. Like a lot of shit has shifted. Jay has definitely done something. Rick Ross has definitely changed that narrative. Uh, yeah, to Rick be Ross, honest, Rick Ross been off for at least oh six, oh six, sixteen years. Oh no, six, about uh, thirteen, about 13, 13 years. But when he started, he was he was uh, he was what? Ross Ross started because he's born in seven. Like I said, all the Brazil the gang are you like old the niggas play sound like so he was about twenty. Like, style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Late late twenties, late twenties, fifty, late fifty was twenty seven. Yeah. When he came out with uh no, before no, I take that back. It wasn't it wasn't um Give Richard That Trying came out when he was that was his first album came out when he was twenty seven, but he had been rapping since he was probably about twenty four, twenty three. Yeah. But like when he did how to we did how to rob or whatever, he was about twenty four. Yeah. I mean I bet yeah. like I said, oh, was Flo Rider like older when he came out too. Flo Rider, yeah. Who uh, see? But we got a different. There's different lanes for. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. Uh, let me be clear. If Florida, you know, what I'm saying like, here's this thing. This is not 
a knock on you, but there are different lanes of rap and what we qualify. Like again, with these fucking lists, and we have like top fifty, like top fifty best rappers. And, and you know what I'm saying? You're not going to have Flo Rida on it, like on, lyric, on lyrical ability. Yes, what, what I'm saying. But and he, but he made it success by the lane that he was in. He was smart because he knew his lane. You got you got some people that. Again, don't know they they haven't they don't know themselves yet, so they're not able to excel. If you don't know yourself, you won't excel. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like Florida was like the Coolio, the uh, Nanelli. You know what I'm saying? Like again, Coolio wasn't Coolio wasn't battling any fucking body. Like Sticky Fingers wasn't battling. You know what I'm saying? Like Coolio on records and shit like that. Coolio came out with his party shit. And or there were dangerous minds who had like a little pop feel to it, and it's but it was but it was knocking though. It's still, it's still dope to this day. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'll I'll listen to that shit. Uh, but like with Flow Rider, Flow Rider is more like um, party music. Yeah, I call it. Yeah, it's about Flo that. Music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Pitbull. Yeah, Pit, perfect. That's perfect right there. That shit works. I don't know. I mean, it's great for like the the club scene. Depending on where you live, like in California now, in Virginia, Florida, and yeah. the money is though. The money's in the club scene. Yeah, Absolutely. the money. But but are we talk. Are we talking about when we talk rap? Are we talking about album sales? Or are we talking Talk about, about actual like skill level? And that's what I'm saying. Like again, if they made if they made a list about top selling top selling rappers, you gotta put you gotta put Florida in it. You gotta put Pitbull in it. Yeah. Eminem's there. You know what I'm saying? J Jay Z. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They started a cult. They started, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They started a cult, man. And that, like, that, that might have been they, they have true, they have some of the truest hip hop fans, like uh, Wu Tang does. And you know who else has true hip hop fans? Tech Nine. Tech Nine's got a strong ass following. Based on. Oh, did you see his um, old boy sign back with him who? recently? Who did? Uh, Kizo, uh, Kizo, whatever his name was. He signed his paperwork. During the show, it take nine to even know his wife all the paperwork out. The crowd was going crazy and stuff because, like, he just stopped rapping and all. You know what I'm saying? At one point, yeah. And I guess it was a big moment, man, because he was like, he was signed with them for three. He was with them for three years, and he didn't have. Uh, he won't even sign with them. He just off the strength. Mm-hmm. But take nine was just like, yo, you rock with us, get money. That's good. That's man. just like that's what, looking that's down, what I mean, like. A lot of people get misconstrued by what you see on television, and that's what they want to do with rap. Whereas you can do the route like my man, um, like how my man Yoda down in um, Miami does, where he just keeps putting out just solid, solid work. You know what I'm saying? You just keep putting out solid work. You build your audience, and you're not really going after like just being. It's not about being popular. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking for being popular. You're just trying to put out your best shit. You, you know what I'm saying? You develop your following and let them, and you let them come to you. And that's what I respect about, about Yoda. That's what I respect about like Tech Nine and like other, you know what I'm saying, artists that I was like an independent artist and like, you know, they have a, they have a cult following. That's why I feel like that's where you're, you're going to find like the, like the truest, um, the truest, the truest, the truest fan bases and the truest, um, artists. You know, they're not, they're yeah, not, they're cult following because like that, that's what I was saying, like that Migos type stuff. No offense to Migos, but that's gonna take a couple years. As you see, they're going to grow up. That the their listeners are going to grow up is what's gonna happen, man. And that's really like a lot of even with us, you know what I'm saying? But it's just 
what's the uh, the content your content is what people are going to solely base your legacy on so like you said it have, have we have we outgrown bone thugs i think we have uh, if bone thugs came out with an album tomorrow they came out with an album tomorrow. Would that shit be jamming? Would it be jamming? I don't know, man. It depends. What's the last? What is the last Bone Thug? Any any artist? Any any member? Any member of Bone Thug? And that's not knocking Bone Thug. It's just that we, we, oh, you 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 have to evolve. Everybody's got to evolve, man. We're not able to stay the same, you know. So if yeah, like if a Bone Thug member came out with an album tomorrow, let's just say. Crazy Bone comes out with an album. You think that shit gonna be solid? It's hard, man, when you're in the industry, dude, and you get blinded by like a lot of the, you know, the publicity and, you know what I'm saying, having money. You're trying to do things for your family, and you, at times, you lose sight of what got you there originally. And that, and that's everybody. Everybody gets affected that way. It's hard. It's hard to like continuously put out like the same, same hunger that you had in albums when you first hit, when you get like to a certain status. That's all, that's all I'm saying, man. And I feel like that's why, Mo, like, again, look at like even Logic. I feel like Logic's first album, he was hungry. I mean, it, and he's so hungry. He's gone on to sell more since then. But I haven't heard anything since uh, Under Pressure. That's just that's just me. Same for um, same for Fifty. I feel the same way about Fifty Cent. Get Rich or Die Trying and like all those early albums he did. I feel like he was hungry. Now it's just like I can make. I can make a solid song, you know what I'm saying? That's that's he he can he can make a hook, but nothing. You haven't had anything since. What's the standout record for Fifty in the club, right? Yeah. You got in the club. And that's all. Sixteen. Sixteen years. You know what I'm saying sixteen years. Sixteen years ago. Um, I, I a lot of people don't feel this way. In the club ain't my favorite one. I tell you that. But yeah. that's what it, I'm just saying. Like if you, like what what is he known for? What what is Fifty Cent's song that he's known for? In the club, in the club, without a, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Like again, with Outkast, when you think about when when I, I'll say this, uh, the view on Outkast music, when you think about white people and like white media, the song that they're gonna think about is Hey Ya and the way the way you move. When you ask like you know what I'm saying those of us who grew up, those us in the black communities and you know Hispanic communities. They grew up with Outkast. We'll probably be something like some shit that they wasn't even on the radio, like some oh, school foods. Hey, he's up a lot, kangaroo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like, like those records. I mean, those records. You know what I'm saying? That's what stands out. Like again, imagine. Uh, you, no, no more records. Just kill it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just. What I'm saying is that you lose that hunger. You, you lose that. You lose that hunger. It's hard. It's hard, man. Trying to stay in that same mindset that you know what I'm saying. We going. We're gonna make a hunt like these hungry albums, and that's why, like, like you said, Migo shit isn't gonna, gonna, la gonna last the test of time because of that. But in all fairness, like you were talking about with Bone Thugs, I feel like Bone Thugs had its had its time. They had their early days. Like, I, I mean, I know you listen to like the Art of War and like them other albums that they came out with Bone Thugs. Me, I heard you know uh, creeping up or uh, what is it, East Ninety Nine. And then like the first, like the first, basically like the first three albums, I feel like was Bone Thugs Peak. You know what I mean? Migos, um, Migos mixtapes, because they came from the mixtape circuit. Their, their mixtapes are probably more solid than their albums are. However, I did Gucci, like. Man. Gucci man still got that hunger. It's Gucci. That's, but look at, but I mean, Gucci, man, listen here. Um, 
I don't like Gucci music either. I like Gucci's production. I definitely remember that. That's for sure I do remember about being at Herbert with you. You would always talk about Gucci Mane always had solid production. And you played in that, in that rat, and your fucking car would rattle all the goddamn time. That fucking Mazda Six with the rims and shit. Yo, Gucci man. You would always, yeah, you always play Gucci, but you couldn't tell me name, name, just like I said, name me one Gucci main lyric that's just like, man, Gucci's that nigga. Like, I, uh, the the song he just did with Logic. Who did a song with Logic? Gucci. This shit was better than Logic's was. Uh, Logic wrote it for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was like great. I said, I'm not able to. Like I said, be more in depth with that because I like it. But I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Gucci, I listened to Gucci's album, the one that just recently came out. Um, the one that came out last week. I actually liked it. I'll Let me tell you, you something. Much. Let me tell you something that's, that's shocking to me. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get this out. Gucci, like we first came out, it was all. But since he went to jail and came out, I guess he had a lot of writing time. Gucci has gotten better lyrics, like a lot better. As much as I hate to say it, like his older shit, he's alright. But his newer shit, he's he's better, man. Well, we talked, man. We talked a lot about this uh, this pursuing a rap career thing. I think we just got we got a little bit of time left before you gotta you gotta roll out and we gotta roll out. So we, what we're gonna talk about is now the idea that. How come there's not enough support for single fathers as there is for single mothers? And right now, obviously, you know your, uh, you know your wife is deployed. So, I mean, how do you feel about the fact that you, you like being being a single father? And you got to actually take care of stuff. I mean, I'm a different type of um, single a single father. You know, my my daughter lives with her mom and has like majority of the time. So, like her mom gets more of the like most of the responsibilities as to where me i'm like uh i it's hard disciplining from afar you know what I'm saying? everything is pretty much relied on, on 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 the mom you know what i mean and you so so my my speech i'm not i'm not really able to go in as hard as probably you guys will because your kids actually live with you you know what i'm saying um but like again i can i can speak on the fact that they're just overall for all all fathers that single fathers don't get enough uh i don't feel like there's, an, there's not enough support for single fathers as there is for like this the single mother but uh, but but hds man uh you, you can speak on the fact man what's it like being a uh you know what i'm saying a single a single father what's the like the responsibilities that come with that well i think it's uh, i think it's definitely harder being a single dad um I, I take that back i don't think it's harder than being a single mom i just think um like the topic says, I don't think we get enough uh, respect for it. Um, there's situations like I have a, I have a daughter, um, a five-year-old, and I wish there were more like um, restrooms, parent like family restrooms. I hate taking my daughter into the men's room to to use the bathroom when I'm out with her. Every once in a while, you get you get some women that look at you and they kind of respect you for for being out there holding it down. But a lot of times, I think people look at you and they're like. Well, now you know what we feel like. Now you know what we're going through as a single mom. And it's like, man, I, ain't try, I didn't try to be in this situation. This is just what it is. So it, I think it's it's really difficult for um, for single dads these days, honestly. All right. Well, uh, Deacon, man, come it on. Is, it is a problem, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Last time I watched the fluid and it happened, I had to deal with it. <laughs> 
That's why Logan trying to get on the show now, man. We're going to hear him grow up on the show. That shit going to be funny, man. Like People going to be listening like the old shows, hear this little nigga cooing and shit, and then he's up there asking if he can play the game and shit with his pop. So, I'm, I mean, for me, as a as a single dad, the way it's been, like I said, honestly, you know, um, I won't say I necessarily don't qualify. Like, I'm, I feel like I am a, I am a great dad to my daughter. Uh, to the to the best of my ability, I mean, you can always do better. But you know, anytime she's she's needed something, and you know, they needed me for something, I've been there for that. You know, you don't necessarily always get the credit. You don't, you don't really, but you but you don't really get credit for doing some shit like, you're supposed to do. You like know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, right, you, yeah. you want to be recognized as uh, a good parent. You know. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that was one of my things. I would worry. I worried so much. Uh, like throughout because knowing my my situation as to how I even know like learn about my daughter I learned I learned of my child when she was like you know one years old so it's like the fact that I wasn't there for like all the beginning stages I always held over my head that you know like man I, I kind of left uh, I felt I felt like I put uh, my daughter's mother and my daughter in a position to where they had to do this shit alone and I wasn't you know I'm saying I wasn't there but these are things that do happen in life and I would always hold over my head like yo, like man you know like I feel like you know like again she does she does she she has most you know most of the responsibility so she deserves that you know what I'm saying that like the the recognition for for you know when it comes to our, our daughter and, I, and a lot of times I would find myself like not not necessarily acting like you know like she was more her daughter than mine but just the fact that she has to do so much more you know so like what what more can I say you know what I'm saying but this is what happens when you're not really educated on the whole thing of parenting and try and and, and how what and what it's like to be you know um have a healthy you know, like relationship with um uh, with with your kid you know what i'm saying like you these are things you're just learning along the way and it's been some it's been some bumps and bruises man and you know trying to try to do the trying to do what you feel is right and sometimes doing what doing what's right isn't always the easiest um decision to do as well and um you you find yourself in a position where you don't want to be uh you know, well, where you've been a people, a people pleaser, but you got to do the, you know, you, you have to do the right thing. What's best in the best interest for your, for your kid. And oftentimes that can, that can lead to disagreements between, um, adults. And I don't, I don't know, man, you know, it's just some things that you, that you, you learn as you go along and, but, and you find yourself with the, this, this idea that being, being a single, single dad from afar like really what can you what 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 can you do is a lot of times i ask myself like what what how how can i do this um from you know from afar what is what is what is the single dad that lives away from his kid what what can he do i mean you obviously you visit you visit your kid but like from the disciplinary um, section i guess it's like being there when she has to ask when she's ready to ask, you know, to ask you something that maybe something you would know as a as a man, and where you can give that guidance. But but really, like I, you know, I can tell my daughter, she's not able to go outside, and you know what I'm saying I'm in uh, like I'm I'm this far away. Like what what's that? How how's that going to stop stop her from doing that if she's under a different regime? You know what I'm saying? Like the, I guess rule of her of her mother. Like it's a regime, like it's a, yeah. What? Hey, uh, I, I'm gonna be real. 
it is worse for a single father than it is to like a mother. Government has programs and shit in place for single mothers. When it's a guy, it's like you need to figure it the fuck out. That's that's exactly I'm right. Saying, that's exactly the way it is. That's exactly right. Like, you said what? I said that's exactly right. It's just like I said. Whenever you go out, they got they got they got things situated for if you are a single mom. You go out to a to a mall or you go out to anywhere you got those handicapped spots for like expecting moms yep. it's like shit where the hell can i park i got this damn car seat i got this infant i'm trying to take away you know take out with you know my two other kids and it's like how the hell do i do that i gotta park like everybody else fucking a mile away and um same thing like i said when i gotta take my daughter to the bathroom is you go in there and there's no changing tables lots of times in the men's room but they got changing tables in all the women's room yeah, nowadays they got a little bit more, but still it isn't the same. And I think I think society has made it almost like, um, almost like it's okay to see a single mom, but it's almost unheard of to see you know to see single dads. Like, oh yeah, he just he just holding his kids till his wife get out of the restroom or something. He's like, no, I'm doing this all by myself. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's like I was saying. They got like like they even like welfare and other things, and then you see the like. The mother, the mothers with kids, just like, uh, um, nah, they, it's barely like, I'm a single dad right now. My wife, like, won't you go to some of this stuff with? And me and my, um, another guy I know, we were saying, he was saying the same thing, like, nah, this stuff is like, nah, you feel out of place when you go to that stuff with those women. Cause they don't, they act like, what are you doing here? It ain't like a, uh, like oh type thing where you like coerce with each other or coerce no they, they they're more like what the fuck are you doing here type shit even if you got a kid man they ain't, they ain't as open arms as they act like they are yeah they do got those pro like you said the programs and those meetup groups I mean, there ain't a lot of, not that I would really go to any of them anyways, but there ain't a lot of those guy meetup groups for single dads and shit. Hey, I, ain't, hey, I, I ain't going to the fucking zoo with a whole bunch of dads and a whole bunch of kids. I'm not doing that shit, but they still got all that stuff for women. And if you, if you do go, you feel awkward. They make you feel awkward. They make you feel absolutely awkward. They think we're all gay. It will, it will be like, especially if you got a daughter or something, they're like, well, if you need me to do your daughter's hair or something or whatever, <laughs> or... Like, they act like, oh, you need me to come, but they act like you can't. Look, they act like you can't do anything without a woman being around. Yeah, absolutely. Even though in my case, they're, re they're right. I can't do fucking hair. I can't fucking cook, but I'm trying. Uh, you can work at it, man. I got to you know, I'd use, like, the whole idea from um, Ratatouille. If you can read, you can cook, you know. Uh, that's uh, Anybody can anybody can. It doesn't necessarily mean you'll cook well at first, but, you know, you'll, you'll learn. Hell, I learned how to cook a lot of times from, from Jeff. Like, I, when I started baking, like, chicken, like, one time I seen Jeff bake chicken, and he put, like, the rice and shit within, the, like, the like the chicken as it, as it bakes. So he's cooking the rice and the chicken at the same time. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I was like, all right. So I tried, you know, I would just test that, test that out. And then, like... And yeah, it's basically, if you see somebody make something, then you can just go on there and throw something up, man. Yeah. If you can watch it, I watch TV shows and be like, oh, that's that shit look legit. If you hungry enough to look at it and you get hungry, you you good enough to make it. I put it like that. Right. Yeah. 
you'll you'll make i mean you're gonna make some shit that didn't come out right like there's been times where i know i've i shit i went through this last week man times is hard right now like with the finances and i was like i'm not i really i'm unable to go to the store and afford to get like any more groceries right now so what i did was um i learned that i I had spaghetti cooking i started cooking the fucking noodles and then i looked in the cabinet and i don't have any fucking sauce whatsoever like no the the normal sauces that i would have like my um like the you know what i'm saying like red sauce or, or white sauce so i had like Velveeta cheese sauce and i ended up making like this um it's almost like a tortellini type shit with broccoli and whatever the fucking meat well, oh yeah ground chicken and and so it's like a broccoli cheese like dish or whatever and it actually came out all right it's not something i would purposely do but it actually came out all right you know what i'm saying but those are things that that, that single dads uh that's what you what you know what you go through well i mean from for me like if i had like in your case i would make dishes that again i know i can do and just try to fancy them shits up switch up the noodles like oh we don't have spaghetti tonight we got rotini or i make uh you know you get some ricotta cheese and you can make like stuffed shells i used to love that shit mom used to make um that's one thing like my mom didn't do much cooking my pops did most of the cooking growing up and like when she would have um she would get like this she got this recipe from somebody and they made stuffed shells and that's so that's what we would eat man like again she was sometimes she it was like a a luxury to me like the fact that she would make you know stuff like stuffed shells like stuffed shells is like probably one of my favorite um things to have like to cook you know what i'm saying i haven't done it in a while because it's it's fire it's very tedious uh like in the preparation but when that shit come together that shit on point jeff jeff uh deacon got a roll i got a roll jeff you got anything you want to say leave with the folks man before we close this thing out you know and give the conclusion and shit if you want to know more about like that uh the whole situation with uh the fallout 76 and the um what's the other and the loot stuff for um the call of duty you go to angry joe's site angry joe on youtube he got all the information, man. He got the people that actually did the own, um, that figured out about all the loot and stuff. Because there's people asking for that money and stuff back now. And if you got scammed by that, you should be able to get your damn money back. Right. Yeah. All right. So, um, from, from us, though. Be sure of always to follow the show on on two um yeah on the Two Cents Podcast Central page on Facebook. Also on Instagram, you can follow the official Romy Mac page, and then the uh, the other user we have is Two Cents the Podcast, and I think it's on tw- Twitter is Two Cents the Podcast D A P O D C A S T, and I think Snap Snapchat's the same shit. There's a whole bunch of uh, social media platforms I got that I'm not even really that much active on, but I will if you get active with me. So you know you can check you know check that out. HDs, um, you can con- contact HDs through me. You got to go through me to get to HDs. So uh, as far as contact information, it's the same thing. Same for Deacon. You know for the Deke. You know you can um. For, uh, oh yeah. Oh, I forgot one more yeah, thing. Yeah, what's up? Check out uh, my boy Last Damage. Uh, his YouTube page, he plays Apex and some other games. I'm usually up there with him. And you usually go, you, so, and you better get your ass on that damn game channel, man. What's up? Let's, yeah. get, let's get it. Let's get it, man. I'll sit there and watch you play 2K with the Lakers because that's the only championship you're going to get this year. <laughs>
Cause, cause cool. Oh, cool. they ain't gonna win no championship. Ad already hurt. Well, he hurt his nail. What happened? He got an ingrown. He already hurt. He got an ingrown toenail or some shit. I don't know. You know that dude stay hurt, man. All I know is that Kawhi has taken the city from, from oh, yeah, LeBron James. Home. He took the city from LeBron James, man. And that's something, y'all. And that's that's something y'all gonna have to deal with. No matter how much stuff he spit on this stage, ain't gonna I equal up to this real shit. Best player in the NBA. I said it. I said it on the show. Told you. Told y'all he the best player. Nope. Real bars. Something he got to deal with. I watch the sports, baby. I know. I know the game. Yeah. Look out for Dallas this year. Yep. Dallas. Dallas is going to be a team that nobody. That's a sleeper because ain't nobody talking about them. Um, Dallas is going to be the sleeper team. But Clippers. Clippers for sure. I like Clippers. I like Rockets. Um, Golden State just had a bad night last night. They got their ass blown blown out, man. At one point, they was down by 46. Like, Chill, man. Don't mess with Steph and them, man. They got, they, they, they're injured. They got to they gotta regroup. No, Ashton ain't nobody on that team but no, Steph Curry and Ashton. Shit, fucking Draymond. That's it. That is it, man. But, you know what I'm saying? Like we Basically, we're concluding the show. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to look for that interview that um, they that they did uh, on Voyage um, Miami Magazine on uh, on Romy Mac. Be on the lookout for more stuff coming from other you know other members of Two Cents. And just uh, leave your comments below on the like on, like if you're watching or listening to on YouTube, um, leave your comments below. If you're listening on iTunes, please submit your reviews and uh, like you can rate you, you can rate the show i mean rate the rate the podcast or you can leave a review and just you know talk talk about you know the show with what you like or what you didn't like um either way we just appreciate you taking the time to do that but for um for Romy mac for hds sugar booger couldn't make it um you know she's out there handling the business she got to do with work you know pri- priority uh comes first but and then Deacon Balls and of course Logan as you heard in the back you know chiming in side Jeffin as uh, his uncle Ashton would say but um, it's two cents we out.